Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, Cape Cod. It's high noon on Wednesday. Time for another episode of Life with Gwen. We are really excited with today's guest and where are they hiding? Where are today's guests hiding? Behind well, you, Gwen. they'll be coming up to see you very soon. <laughs> we are visiting with the folks from the, um, from the. I, I have to assume everybody out there who's watching that there's something funny is going on behind me because everyone in the room is giggling. <laughs> but uh, we are visiting with folks from the Animal Care and Adoption Center in, in, Boston, in uh, Brewster. And uh, it's part of the Animal Rescue League of Boston. And we had some questions about uh, what you should think about when you want to adopt. Uh, today we have dogs, but there are other animals there as well. Mm -hmm. So let me introduce you to Dawn Lee Lobb, who is mm -hmm. the assistant manager at the facility. And I recognize you immediately because all the pictures of you cuddling puppies, uh, transport <laughs> puppies from the south. And it's a we, hard job. Yes, <laughs> a lot of licking. Yes. So, um, but uh, and we are also here with Veronica. Sarmento, who is an animal specialist and works especially, I think, with uh, behavior and enrichment for the dogs. That's right. Yes. So, um, and I wonder, and you know, I'm I'm wondering if we can adopt. So mm -hmm. now you're laying on the floor. Yes. Before you were not laying yes. on the floor. Uh -huh. Anyhow, we have with us Sparky, who is laying on the floor, and we'll bring him up in a little while. Yep. And Abby, who is over here. Hey, Ab. Want to say hello? Good it's girl, a good Abby. girl. What a good girl. It's like I've been taught not to jump. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> One of the questions, Abby, you're answering it already. <laughs> so I um why don't we start here? If I were, you know, thinking, oh, maybe I'd like to adopt a dog, um, what would I do? I, I heard that it's better to come in and, and meet you guys. Absolutely. Come and, in. Um, we're there Tuesday through Sunday from one to six thirty. Um, and Love for you to come in, take a look around. Say, for instance, you see something that might, you know, be a little bit of an interest. We would want to engage in a conversation with you and uh, just see if it's the right match. And it's just getting to know you. And then we share what we knowledge that we have on that particular animal. Okay. And what what about what are some of the questions that you might be asking me as as a, a new client or that maybe I should even be asking myself before I, I take the I step? I think the, the, the most important question is um, are you ready um, from are you ready to have the time to be able to to give to a dog to give them all their all the exercise and and uh, activity that they need so important and is that um, I would imagine that that also includes being fairly regular in a schedule that gets you home absolutely yes yeah. absolutely I mean that's the whole point you really have to be 
into, you know, oh, I can't go to the gym after work. I have to go home and let, you know, Sparky out or Abby out. So uh -huh. it's it's important because they're counting on us. Right. Yeah. Right. I think I'm going to have to stay a cat person for that reason, <laughs> if no other reason. Um, we have some messages coming in. Uh, Jessamine Power says, hello from Smith Valley, Nevada. And she says, let's see the dogs. We're working on that, Jessamine. Yes. <laughs> We're working on it. So we don't want to break any of their good habits by getting them yes. to do something yes. that we think is cute. Mm -hmm. so, Absolutely. Um, but, uh, but we're working on it. Uh, Christine Hall says, hello from London. Christine, you're watching oh, us from London, wow, UK? That's, that's wonderful. I love it there. I'll, I'll be back soon. We'll let you know. Um, <laughs> Oh, there we go. There's Abby. There's beautiful girl. Yes. Why don't you uh, introduce us to the dogs and tell us a little bit about them? Yeah. So please. this is Abby. Um, she is um, just over a year old. She's from North Carolina. She's one of our um, North Carolina transport dogs. So we um, we have regular monthly um, transports that we get of dogs that to kind of alleviate some of the shelters that are full down in that part of the country, and we bring them up here and. <laughs> You're so good. That is and we so gorgeous. Uh, what a up shot. for adoption. And um, she is a, we think of like a hound mix. Usually they're very mixed breeds, so we don't know exactly what they are. But um, she's definitely um, a, on the higher energy uh, scale. She very much would love a running partner. Mm -hmm. um, but she is very smart. Looking for someone who's gonna, you know, really continue working with her because she would love to learn fun new tricks. Um, probably be fantastic at something like agility. Um, she's just a sweetheart. She really is. She really is. She's. Uh, she could tell that she was on camera there. We had a perfect profile shot. Veronica so. also spent a lot of time with her and and uh, really worked with her on her impulse control. And uh, so she's she's really smart. She needs a job to do. Yes. Now, both of these dogs are uh, up for adoption, along with many others. Yep. Let's see. Um, oh, that's nice. Gorgeous, Sparky. Karen you, Simpson Karen. is saying you guys do a great job. And uh, you want to introduce Sparky to us? Yes. So Sparky is another dog that's from our transport program. Um, he's about two years old, and he is um, just kind of a mix breed of many different things in the South. They call this particular type of mix a uh, feist. Um, and that's really just a, a, you know, kind of a southern mutt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he is a cute little guy. You can't really tell from the position here, but he's got very short little yeah, legs. He does. Um, and he's a tidy little package. And uh, he's also quite active as well. Um, a little bit nervous around kids, so he is looking for a home with, um, with adults mm -hmm. um, or, you know, Good boy. mature kids that will, you know, respect boundaries of a, of a dog. And um, he is great with other dogs as well. So, um, yeah, he's 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 got some energy, but not quite on the scale as, like, Abby. Yeah. So, yeah. But I bet you would be a good hiking partner. Yeah. Somebody mm -hmm. that likes to go. Oh, he'll keep up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. He's down these, for it. These dogs have already been um, working this morning because they've actually been entertaining everyone, <clears throat> excuse me, in our office. Um, while we were waiting for the show to start, and now they're here to entertain you. <laughs> if they uh, need to, we'll let yep. them go out for a walk. Hey, does he have a little Jack Russell in him? Yes. Do you think he's, yep. he seems Definitely. to really have and that? That's where that, that, that feist is. Um, that's smart, though, yeah. too, right? The, oh, very the smart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was reading a book recently where the. Um, um, the woman was uh, the author was talking about her efforts to keep her dog oh. in the yard 
and uh, try to keep dogs in the picture. It's I know. Like, we we're doing our best. Down. We are. So, but that's okay. They'll come back. Yes. Yeah. So, um, I rubbed bacon behind my ears, so they'll come back, you know? <laughs> Little man. store special for that. He knows the treats are over here, too. Uh, so, it, um, we're doing okay. our best. And don't forget, if you are on the Cape and, and you want to see these dogs and more, uh, I am sure that you would love to have visitors. And, oh, we uh, absolutely. And uh, see about a lot of visitors. I was thinking about the things that uh, go into to you know, being with a dog and the schedule thing is the one that would, would get to me. But um, even with my cats who just uh, say they're litter mates who just turned 17, oh, I find on. that there's more and more cost involved as you get Absolutely. with a, an older dog and uh, or an older cat. And uh, But they're still fine, you know, just a little Absolutely. thyroid medicine. You just have just to kind that. of plan a little bit and budget yeah. and, you know, mm -hmm. make sure you're preparing as they're, they're aging. Right. And I think if that you keep up with the preventative and do the yearly checkups, I think less things become such a surprise. Right. Yeah. And you have some programs, uh, one in particular involving Spain. That, yes. uh, is it the Happy Moms program? It is Happy Moms Healthy Litters. And um, basically what, to just, you know, simply sum it up, it's if folks have an unspayed mother cat in the home mm -hmm. and she has a litter and maybe they have dad too, well, we would um, help them get them spayed and neutered when, when the time was appropriate, mm -hmm. and then take the kittens in when they are of age, eight weeks, and um, and do all their vaccines and get them spayed and neutered and make them adoptable. So it's a win-win, because we would mm -hmm. also spay the mom or the dad and give them back to the, um, to the owner. So it's trying to keep animals in their original homes and uh, it really helps our community that are looking for kittens, and so it's it's a win-win for everybody. And is this just a cat program, or it, it also implies dogs too? Oh, yes. So. yes. Yeah. Hello. Sometimes there. there's just a little bit more need for the kitties. Yes. You know? And we're coming, of course, into spring. Although who could tell? Yep. But yep. Um, <laughs> um, we're trying to come into spring, and. Uh, um, Oh, aren't they cute? I don't know yeah. if you guys can see this, but there's a little bit of kissing going on here. Uh -huh. She's being cute. So, oh, that's nice. Very tolerant of him. So, it. Uh, this brings up a question that I'm always curious about, which is, how can you tell which dogs are going to get along? I mean, people, it's the same thing, but but we don't tend to bite each other when things right. don't go and, well. And, you know, it, it is all about, uh, <laughs> you know, it's all about that proper in introduction. I always say it's uh, so important to have um, that first impression be a good one. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So we set them up for um, a positive. It's hard because we do also have to introduce animals on leashes, uh -huh. which sometimes can cause a little bit of some tensions. But yeah, you know, we're uh, we're we're pretty skilled, and um, you can usually tell really quite fast. Uh -huh. Yes, we're very lucky like that. There's oops, there he goes. He says I'm out. Um, we're very lucky. We must have run beyond his contract time because yeah. when what one of the things that we like to um, also have is if people have an existing dog at home bring the dog to the shelter to introduce to, you know, see if Abby is a match for their dog. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's, and it's, it's all about that conversation you have with that potential adopter. It's right. getting to know them and, and setting them up for success all around. So I would imagine you'd want to bring 
whoever's in your family, you yes. know, the, oh, the yes. kids, the yep. other pets, that kind of thing. Yes. And dogs, we, we usually try to not stress out a cat too much, but right. that's why we like to have our information that we kind of know that these guys are good with a cat because that's very important Oh, that a kitty be safe from the home and that, you know. Mm -hmm. Which was actually kind of, it comes into my next question, is is some dogs seem to be fine with cats and other ones are Absolutely. like, oh, pray. Yes, yes. <laughs> so yeah. you just have to kind of figure that out we from do. exposing Yes, them. and we try to do that very careful that it doesn't stress out a kitty. Right. So, um, but you, you know, want to know that before you Absolutely. set up the, uh, that the adoption. That is very important. So. And usually... Um, People are really great because they're usually your spokespersons for their cats, and they're like, oh, you know, that's not going to work, or this yeah. is going to work. But we also spend the time to see what that kitty schedule is. Mm -hmm. um, this is, uh, it, it's funny because the dogs are kind of settling in now, and Abby is, is draped on uh, Veronica's lap in a very peaceful yes. way here. She's a beauty. You too, Sparky. Someone said, our producer said, you look like the RKO dog. I think that's what they said. RCA, RCA dog. Okay, <laughs> I'm on the wrong network. <laughs> so, um, tell me a little bit about your work at the uh, at the Rescue League, and um, you know how long has it been here on the Cape, and and uh, and of course, and you know how did this become a regular thing too with the rest with the uh, Southern Transport Dogs? Um, oh. oh, we have a question before. Uh, Susan Tabor Fredrickson wants to know what is the cost of adoption? We can start well, there. Well, the uh, adoption fees vary um, for, um, there's uh, like a age frame where it goes, I think under five months is 500. I know. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's it's a varying range. It really it yeah. goes anywhere from it'll be actually from six hundred because of our um, our transport dogs always have an additional hundred dollar transport fee. Um, and those are for like the dogs. Um, so anywhere from about five or six hundred to about three fifty. I think goes down to two fifty yeah, for a dog over eight so. years. <laughs> yes. We do have um, details um, of all the adoption fees for different species and everything on our website. So yeah. it's an and it breaks it all down. Yeah, cause and it shows what that what that we includes. We usually refer to that at the shelter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, speaking of different species, this might be a good time to mention that. Thank you. Yes. I uh, I hear there's a, a pot belly pig. We do. We have a pot belly pig available for adoption. Um, we've uh, had great success with quite a few of them that we've had in over the years. So right now we have Percy. Um, I think he's approximately between four and five. Um, he's a uh, came to us as an indoor pig. Um, where he uh, lived with, I guess, some uh, little smaller dogs, and uh, he has uh, he was uh, he was overweight, um, which people say, well, of course he's a pig, but no, that's not the case. Okay. Um, they're not garbage disposal. They're actually very, very smart, very clean. Um, he's housebroken. His his personality is very sweet, very smart, but we need somebody who is. Pig savvy. <laughs> um, he still needs work on learning how to have his harness on. They hadn't done a lot of that previous handling, and um, he can be a little difficult. So, when you say housebroken, uh, that's like a dog is. You know, you take yes. him out and and does oh, his he business goes out and, and he does his business. And yes, 
and very clean. It sounds like um, you, when we were talking before, um, I was hearing that they're pretty uh, domesticated. Our friends are going to go for a walk, not the Mike's people, gonna, they're staying. Yeah. But um, he's just getting but the really, four legged ones. Because really we really don't want to stress the animals. Um, maybe they'll come back after they've had a chance to stretch their legs. So, yeah. Hi, Abby. Hi, Abby. Um, so, hi. Can I pet you? I don't have any food, but. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but Percy is. I think one of our volunteers is uh, training him to play with like a little child's piano, um, <laughs> which is they're so incredibly smart. That really that's are amazing. amazing. So and and, and uh, are they? Um, I mean, you know, I don't mean to speak of all pigs in in generalizations because every animal is different. But uh, do you find generally that pigs are are affectionate in terms yes, of? Do absolutely. they like to be? Absolutely, like they dogs? wag their tail. Yes, huh? and. Uh, he came, he had uh, very dry skin, so um, we have volunteers that rub um, coconut oil on him, oh. and he loves that. He lays down on his belly, and he loves his belly scratched. Um, but yeah, he recognizes his his, uh, his people that uh, he adores. One of the volunteers also makes some um, uh, yogurt, frozen yogurt drops, and she puts like a little mixture of like blueberries or strawberries, and those are his little special treats. Yeah. yeah. And how much, how big did you say he is now? Oh, he was quite overweight when we got him. Um, he was, uh, I think, in the 140s, but we've got him down to about 115. Wow. Yeah. So that's a good size pig. Yes, it is. We, we should say, there really are no teacup pigs, right? They all grow up. Supposedly there is, but um, we haven't had the luxury of seeing a lot of those little small so guys. So there's a pig. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's like having a very big dog. Yeah. Um, yes. But, uh, and they respond to their names and everything, right? Oh, very much so. Great. Very much so. Well, next time you visit, you'll have to, uh, if you have a pig, we'll you'll have that. To, to, to bring... Uh, Although we're, we're getting out of the lapdog territory. I mean, even Abby's probably a little big to be a lapdog. She doesn't uh, know she'll work well. with that. <laughs> She's not opposed to trying to make it work. So, But uh, I can understand that you've probably spent a fair amount of time, Veronica, so. teaching her not to do that. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing is, uh, you know, in this type of setting and, you know, just being on leash, she knows not to, you know, be doing, well, for the most part, she knows not to do, you know, jumping up and things like that. But, you know, it, in a home setting where you have a nice couch and everything's kind of calm, she will, she does like to sprawl across, as we uh -huh. kind of saw a little bit. So she's very, very affectionate that way. And she will roll over on her back and uh, likes belly rubs. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, okay. There we go. I'm <laughs> getting some stage directions here. Yeah. <laughs> we are working on a way to move the camera a little so that you can see the dogs better at the end of the show. So stay with us here on Life with Gwen, and we'll be able to do a little portraiture here for the dogs. And uh, and I'm sure their, um, their photos will also be on our social media platforms for us and for you guys. Yes. It, uh, the show, after it's over, is posted on Life with Gwen, CapeCodTimes.com. Life with Gwen, and uh, you can see it there. You can also listen to the podcast, but I have to tell you, if, if you're a dog lover and, and you want to do this, you probably want to watch the video because we <laughs> did get the dogs in some. Uh -huh. So Now, the last dogs you brought must have been a lot older because they just sat on us the whole <laughs> I know time. They did. Yeah. I know these are, did. Yeah. These are young. Yes. Active yes, very dogs. Much so. so. I'm quite proud of her. Let's talk a little bit about that. Um, is there, do you recommend formal puppy training and do you uh, provide, do you have classes or is it uh, something people seek out in another place and do you think it's 
you know, can people do it on their own or should should they? Uh... Absolutely. I mean, obviously, I think it would be great if, if people would do it on their own, but it's so important. It's socializing. A lot of people, I think, get caught up with this whole obedience where it's so important for those puppies to get so much positive interactions. I kind of, I like to call it, it's, it's, you build the foundation to put the house on mm -hmm. and the foundation has to be solid. And if you do these things, you're going to have much more of a well-rounded adult dog. And, and what are some of the things that you, when you say socialize and what are some of the things you Just, want to do? Just um, having the puppy go to what they call a puppy kindergarten. Mm -hmm. And it is basically, um, you know, it's some, it's some little light leash manners and it's handling and then the puppy gets to play and romp and it learns, um, oh, if I bite hard, that might not be tolerated and I'm going to be corrected. So you learn that bite inhibition um, type of behavior, how to be a good friend with others. Um, and that is very, very important. And that's a majority of a lot of behaviors that sometimes people give up their pets because because they can't handle them. They can't handle them. They get very frustrated. Um, and I think it's my whole thing is everybody has to work. It mm -hmm. doesn't mean that you can't have a dog, but it does mean that you have to provide that much more quality time when you're not with your pet. This sounds so, very much like the two children I have. Yeah, I was gonna say I can add to that too because you know Don was very right on the money with you know saying getting them to the puppy kindergarten because we we would never have children and not you know have them socialize in either daycare or kindergarten mm -hmm. I mean right. that's that's how they learn early friends <laughs> yeah exactly, well, exactly. yeah so days. they they really do learn how to communicate with one another and then that helps them communicate with us in turn so. yes I would think that uh, if it's also a basis for behavior it's important uh, I recently visited my sister who has a 15 month old uh, I didn't tell you this on the air, did I? Because I told somebody afterwards. Uh, before, before. Okay, guys, I visited my sister who has, and, and her husband, who, and uh, they have a 15-year-old, uh, wait a second, they have a 15-month-old uh, Bernese Mountain Dog, mm -hmm. and they have uh, and they have a 15-year-old uh, teenager. Okay. So, anyhow, uh, but, but the, the dog was... Very, the dog was, was very well behaved, very pleasant, but she did get excited a few times. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing like 100 pounds of enthusiasm barreling oh, yes. down on you. Yes. So they are working on no jumping and mm -hmm. uh, structuring situations where the dog can bleed off a little of her excitement yes. before she gets to meet the new person. I also wanted to tell you, Gwen, that um, Veronica, uh, along with the help of our um, Especially trained volunteers, we call them the Mod Squad. So they um, are trained to be able to handle the dogs that the staff can handle. Mm -hmm. And Veronica and uh, Janice. Um, oh yeah, so um, yeah, one of our Mod Squad uh, volunteers. We actually um, hold a, a class um, just for um, our volunteers um, and the shelter dogs. Uh, so once a week, we actually get together and we kind of plan a topic that you know is of interest or. Know, of need to discuss shelter dogs. and that way you know the shelter dogs get that extra um, added benefit of learning and the volunteers learn how to properly handle the dogs and that way you know 
they're able to manage them, you know, during their daily tasks and everything like that. So, and, you know, talking about topics, you know, such as like play groups, um, socialization, dogs that jump up, how to teach them not to do that, uh -huh. clicker training, all sorts of fun things that we get to do to, with them. So. To I wish we had more time. Them. I'd like to go back to the how to teach them not to jump yeah. up. But it also, it benefits that animal for when it goes into its home. Right. You know? Because these dogs, once again, everyone, these dogs and the um, um, all the dogs. How many do you have now? How many people? How many dogs are with you now? That are up for adoption right now. We just have three, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because um, we have it, it's hard to keep track of because yeah. they get a someone gets adopted pretty much every day. But yeah, we have three right now, and we definitely will be you know getting more. Um, but right now it's. Uh, Abby, who's here, Sparky, who's also here, and then Big Red, who is back at the shelter. Um, he's a little bit nervous of some new situations, so we have him stay behind. Him. Yeah, yeah, but he's a sweetheart too, so you can definitely see him on the website as well. And and you also have cats. We do. Um, let's see. I'm reading directions. This is what, when I stare out into space, uh, viewers, it's because I'm reading directions. I can bring Abby to where right. the chair was. Oh, okay. If I stand up too, she'll probably just get in this chair. Yeah. Oh, well, that would be that nice. That would be kind of nice. Sorry, Veronica. Oh, Abba Dabba. <laughs> this, uh, Abba, come, come. There you go. Oh, he's showgirl. Look at this model. There you go. She's oh, a model. Look at that. Yeah. She's a model. She even has a mic, although I haven't heard a noise out She's of her. She's been such a poo poo. Is, is she? Uh, does she bark much? She, oh, she gets excited. She'll bark yeah. at things. Yeah. Sometimes other dogs. If we walked in with she's a cat, she'd bark. <laughs> she's, yes. uh, she's enjoying herself. This is a lot of this is stimulation that's different from the shelter environment. So she knows. Absolutely. Well, we have to uh, uh, thank her for, for doing this. Uh, let's see. Uh, we'll wrap it up off tripod. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you have to understand, folks, that this is a spontaneous show, and uh, I can't remember the actor, but someone said you, if you work with kids, or, or I think it was W. C. Fields said, when you work with kids and animals, you are yeah. are uh, getting into. The, yeah. You have to expect, expect the unexpected. <laughs> but I think these dogs have been so well they have behaved. They've been really great, and um, been really great. They, uh, That's because they brought Veronica. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank She's you for bringing an touch. additional human um, <laughs> and who has the special touch. And uh, at the same time, um, I was going to ask you a little bit about uh, what people like myself, you know, I, I actually had been walking a lot and running into a lot of dogs. So two questions. Yes. When you see a dog that you don't know, um, I assume, I usually ask, its owner, if it's okay to pet it, mm -hmm. but um, but then, is do you reach out with your your hand like flat or or how do you do you uh, squat down? That's a little down? complicated. No, definitely no, don't. Don't squat Please down. Don't squat down. Okay, just because I think uh, okay. safety wise, uh, safety wise that um, I just uh, I, I think you're just putting yourself in a lower position, mm -hmm. and um, you know there's just so many variables. Okay, so just I, ask the owner. You know, yeah. I would just engage with the owner and say, mm -hmm. "Oh, you know, your dog, they're beautiful." <laughs> um, I try not to be a person that is too much in. Yeah, other, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and and uh, the dogs are playing like crazy. Yeah, they sure People are. People can no longer see us, Don, but that's okay. <laughs> the dogs are having a good time, and and I think Jason's got a camera on them, which is wonderful. Whoops, they got a knock wanted, over you that lighting. You said something very nice earlier, Gwen. Like, say somebody can't, isn't possibly has the time to have a pet right now. Um, how would they get involved? And how I would, could they help you? Have, yes, exactly. Um, 
we have volunteering, um, all sorts of volunteering positions. And, um, you know, we're always, always in need for looking for old, um, you know, gently used bedding and, and sheets and towels and for the animals. So it doesn't their, have to be specifically um, right. a dog bed. It's just anything that's soft to cuddle up yeah, on. Yeah, anything. And, anything uh, they have around the house. I mean, an old towel that's got a rip in it or a stain, mm -hmm. you know, would give a comfort to many animals. You know Great. What I'm saying? Yes, Excellent. We're always in desperate and then what are some of the kinds of jobs that you have for volunteers at the shelter? Oh, it's, it's uh, huge. We have... Um, we have uh, quiet time, so people that just, uh, they come in just to, um, you know, sit and interact with the individual cats, uh -huh. um, brushing or playing with a little uh, wand toy. Um, we have uh, people that um, are interested and they help out in the barn. We recently had a, a donkey and a, and a Shetland pony. Oh. And they were luckily uh, adopted by a fantastic family in Brewster. Mm -hmm. um, so we had people that came in and groomed them, helped clean the stall. Um, and we've had other different animals. Last summer we had an alpaca, which mm -hmm. was kind of interesting. Um, and uh, they spit. Yes. <laughs> okay, okay if you're helping warning. with the alpaca, <laughs> they give you, you a warning. Little, yep. <laughs> okay. You have plenty of time to duck. Um, but uh, yeah, there's uh, there's dog walking. There's uh, people help feeding. We need kennel greeters, um, people to welcome people in and oh, when talk they want to look at the individual. Oh. We would love to have uh, people come in and do what's called quiet kenneling. So when we get a burst of visitors, that uh, they can toss treats as people are walking in to have the dogs be quiet. Oh. Yeah. Well, this is wonderful. It's sort of and like goes a on green dog yes. because yeah. you get to go and visit it and love it without and, having to take and it leave home. it yeah. with someone else. You're yeah. a fun, fun friend. So, it. Uh, yeah. This is the most interesting show we've had. I'm glad <laughs> Santa Thank came you for on, us. and uh, we've had a lot of lot of people on. But, These dogs uh, have been unbelievable the first time too. We're so lucky. They have. And uh, I think Jason has a camera over there, so everybody's getting to see the dogs better. Because you know, like with kids, we disappeared when the dogs yeah. came on. I know. I we know. simply don't Fine exist. by us. <laughs> Fine by us. It, uh, and now, I also had uh, heard from uh, Mike, whom you work with, that, uh, yes. that you've had a lot of success with your adoption rate, you know, that, that the percentage of dogs would come in oh, and absolutely. over 94%, I think. Mm -hmm. so, um, so you are uh, rehoming dogs. Oh, um, yes. Yes. So. We've never had a time limit. Um, you know, we take in what we can manage and rehome, and we're very blessed. I mean, we're... We have a one that we're very much supported by our community. Yeah, I was surprised and, sometimes uh, you know, that it's just uh, unbelievable. you also take um, animals that have been rescued. Oh, yes. Um, from various All sorts situations, of yes. you know. Absolutely. By law enforcement, whoever. Mm -hmm. So um, so there's quite a collection out there. Yes. And, uh, and, uh, I'm, I'm, now I'm paying attention to the dogs. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We're back. Um, and I, I was going to ask you, this is a silly question, but I think it's an important question. When you adopt a dog, do you talk to people about whether they're going to rename the dog? I mean, does the name matter a lot? A lot of people ask that, um, especially you know when they're adopting uh, an adult dog. Um, and the answer really, for the most part, is it's okay to change the name as it long is. as you are, you know, kind of getting them associated to it. You know, you can use, like, like you would teach them a, a cue for sit, 
you know, you teach them how to, to do the action first, and then you would teach them the word. So as they're paying attention to you, good girl, Abby, or just Abby, you know, mm -hmm. something like that. Um, and then they get used to hearing it. And a name means a lot. Yeah. A name means a lot. But yeah, really, it really does. So so you like you like we, to we do, you come we down do to the very side appropriate of the, names. Yeah. We don't have, you know, yes. We, we don't can't. do derogatory names like, oh, that's spaz or something. You know, yeah. we wouldn't, you know. Yeah. It's very important. They're all treated as little individuals just like we are. Mm -hmm. And it's really, we've learned a lot from them, you know. And plus, do you name the dogs when, when you get the transport dogs from the they south? They usually come named. Really? Yes, they do. I yeah. didn't know you knew that much about them. Um, usually the shelter. <laughs> it, we don't usually have a lot of background history, mm -hmm. but the shelter itself is, you know, because everybody deserves a name. Yes, and then it kind of it makes it that much um, easier to identify. And I uh, I noticed that uh, instinctively, Veronica, your voice changed when you were talking to Abby. Your pitch. Oh yeah. So um, do they <laughs> respond to? Uh, we have another question, but do they respond to a higher pitch voice? Um, somebody asked a, an excellent question. Sometimes better to change name if they come from a painful background. That's interesting. Um, I, I think that is absolutely a valid point, but I don't think it matters if the animal is in a better place with you are. I recently adopted a dog that came from a very, very bad situation, and um, I kept her name. And mm -hmm. you know what? She's even more beautiful because of it. And I would imagine that that is part of what you learn about people as they're adopting is the level of... Um, uh, confidence they have in terms of the relationship with the dog. Yeah. I, you know, I have had cats for years, but but not dogs. And and animals uh, are are amazing. They don't seem to carry their baggage as much as we do. They uh, they they're just they're survivors, and they're yeah very much in the present. Yeah, I don't know if I should say this because because uh, I work with her, but one of the people I work with has has a dog that is the most relaxed dog I have ever seen. <laughs> it it came from another situation where it was one of many, okay. and now it is just you know uh, taken so care of and coddled and and she brings in and we say when is Mopsy coming in? Oh. When is Mopsy coming in? Because you can kind of drape this dog on you I and you feel that. your heart rate go yeah. down. You know? Oh gosh, yes. So. Um, She's, uh, you noticed on the way in that everybody wanted to pet the dog. Yes. Yeah. Very, well, we very recognize there are a lot thing. of familiar faces that have been so wonderful to us. So it was actually nice to see those guys. I, I think that, uh, um, I almost said Veronica, which would be true as well, <laughs> but I think that Abby might have a, a modeling career in her future. Oh, definitely. Yeah. She just assumes She's that so uh, on point uh, look. You know, she, I, I'm going to see that dog on a, um, on a, uh, dog food uh, package one of these days. Okay, Kathy uh, Gute, uh, which is actually a special, foster program? a special uh, adopter and uh, friend of the uh, ARL for many, many years, Miss Kathy, hope she's well. Uh, we have a wonderful foster program where we have um, folks that will come in and take a pregnant mother cat so she can have her kittens, or like yesterday I had some of my fosters pick up uh, um, some kitties that just need a little bit more fattening up for a week or two. Mm -hmm. um, but we're also extending that. We're looking for fosters for some of our behavioral dogs. Um, sometimes a dog that needs to recruit 
from uh, from maybe a mm -hmm. surgery, um, from maybe a um, a stressful situation from a um, you know maybe a law enforcement case, maybe mm -hmm. from like a situation that Mopsy came from. So so we um, we're always in need of looking for more fosters for both cats, dogs, okay, um, and uh, uh, rabbits and small small animals. So uh, that's wonderful. And uh, um, so when people foster, do they return them? Yes, they do. Oh, okay. Absolutely. So. Absolutely, because it's a win-win for everybody. Mm -hmm. A lot of those fosters, they usually have a, quite a few existing animals in the home. So, mm -hmm. you know, they give. Yeah, there's some foster failures, but, uh, you know, people are always willing to um, open up their homes. Oh, I just meant do they fall in love and keep them? Yes, they do that yeah. too. So. It, uh, um, it is um, amazing to me that these guys uh, had so much fun together yes. and, um, and that uh, we've learned so much about adopting. And I thank you both for thank coming you. in. And Abby and Sparky, I thank you guys as well. So um, I hope you're forever homes. Now hopefully we'll get them adopted from Yes, us. absolutely. So like I said, this one here, she, she's a really photogenic. She is. Yeah. So anyhow, thank you so much. If you want to watch the dogs again, go to capecottimes.com slash, whoops, there you go, Abby, uh, <laughs> capecottimes.com slash life with Gwen, and uh, you'll be able to find this show there. You can also listen to it as a podcast, although I, I have to admit, I think it's a little scattered this week. Um, <laughs> when you have this much joy in the room, you, you don't have to be organized. That's anyway, right. come and see us next week when we have another visitor, and uh, we hope you'll be there as well. Thank you. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of... Uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.